0: Hello, greetings and salutations from The Pulpit. It's the day before Valentine's Day. You may be listening to this on Valentine, Valentine's Day or thereafter, so happy Hallmark holiday. I'm Ron Sandek, he's Bob Marks, we're The Pulpit. As a reminder, The Pulpit is all about piquing interest, uh, intriguing people's minds, um, entering into a realm of different conversation, thought, inquiry, and then when we screw up, we apologize. Um, nothing to apologize from last week other than my general disposition, which actually continues as a little bit of a hangover. So with that in mind, I'm still cranky. I've been cranky all 2020. Um, so I'm using this a little bit as a therapeutic, catharsis-like, you know, get it off my chest if you're interested in making me angrier, let me know. Send me an email. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm open to new ways of being PO'd about the state the state of the world, the planet, etc. Anyway, today, it's going to be a little bit of banter with Bob Day. He's going to throw out a topic, we're going to banter and then move on to another topic. As usual, it will be Illinois centric, but we may hit on a little Cook County, i.e. Um, my favorite uh, edgar fellow colleague kim fox hell maybe a little more donald trump he sure is newsworthy these days but mostly illinois all right topic
1: number 1 first of all you have been cranky all right you got to happy up time to happy up by the way we're enjoying a nice cold beverage for our uh, podcast it's a stella on, um, it's a stella we're coming i'm we sure I like could bring them on as a sponsor. (laughs) We're coming live from Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin. It's a little chilly up here. but
0: We're not drinking any Wisconsin
1: beer just yet. Not yet. We'll get to that. we gonna have some cheese curds after we get through with the the show. All right. um, Topic one. Topic one. Whose birthday was it yesterday? You would have turned 211 years old. 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Correct, sir. Did you know that there is a a uh documentary out that was created last year called Lincoln is crying. <laughs> no, but it makes sense. Oh, I just have, I've got to search it and find a matter of fact, it may be on the ticket for tonight to try and find a But I will take it umbrage with the crying. Lincoln was no crier. He may be <clears throat> No, they're saying he's crying now. He's been crying since the man was buried for the third time. I would in the say eighteen. Lincoln is rolling, but okay. I
0: crying, get the rolling whatever premise.
1: he's he's doing something. Um all right. First topic. This isn't going to second have to be. Topic. Well, that was just more of a, 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 a tilt of the hat to Abe Lincoln. This is not going to be a rapid fire, but it's going to be topic. First topic is in the news. Comed Exelon came out with Ron this uh, week
0: a May of culpa of sorts. It was a required disclosure in their filings at the federal level. It was Exelon that put out some pretty astonishing information that basically said uh, we're under investigation. Criminal and civil investigation. We don't know the extent of the damages that may be assessed against us and or and or our people. It was an astonishing revelation. Um, everyone knew they were recipients of some subpoenas, but
1: to lay it out like that was pretty uh, incredible. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. To be honest with you, not that uh, I was looking for, it, but I'm not sure I've ever seen that. No. Only in Illinois. Only in Illinois. First, all kinds first. All right. Um, topic number three: lawmaker to lobbyist. What does that mean to you, Mister Sandek? Welcome to Illinois. Uh, <laughs> do you think do you, do you envision a, a revolving door when I say that? A provision that would stop the revolving door has been talked about ad nauseum. Explain to the audience what that is. Lawmaker to lobbyist. What 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 does that mean? Means you
0: quit one day as a as a lawmaker, and the next day you are a lobbyist. Literally. Beautiful. So legislation you were working on, on day one, you know, as a legislator, you can all of a sudden now work for the team as a paid lobbyist. It, it stinks. It happens regularly. Given the ethics issue that permeates Springfield and Chicago right now, i.e. the federal investigation in which undoubtedly a number of legislators, lobbyists, and others will go to jail. It seems like a good time to have a revolving door prohibition. So we'll see if it's window dressing and cosmetic bullshit or real. You know, the proposal is what? Um, I think it's a two-year two year hiatus. Um, again, it's been talked about for 20 years, on yeah. and off. So, you know just to play devil's advocate. So let's say they do that, right? If anyone thinks that's gonna stop the process, you're crazy, so here's what it does. They go underground and they have surrogates, right? So this, again, devil in the details. We'll see.
1: Perfect. Um, Next, do you know that Illinois, four of the five slowest growing states during the past 10 years had progressive income tax? I didn't know that, but what it makes state sense. is going to be the fifth state and the, the the state with the slowest growth, if in fact on November third, twenty twenty, they pass the progressive income tax in the state of Illinois.
0: Look, if Illinoisans are dumb enough to vote for a progressive income tax, we deserve to be even slower growth than we are now, which is the slowest growth state, period. If we want to tax increase ourselves, which is what the progressive income tax is it's a tax increase think about it Springfield needs money they're not doing this for revenue neutral stuff or outcome they're doing this for more money they will say I'm just taxing the other guy not you please be skeptical that's absolutely asinine they're coming after all of us period can you speak to the uh to the marriage
1: component Do you have you yeah
0: I mean they, they haven't thought this through there's actually a penalty for being married. You know, in the old days, we wanted to encourage weddings, marriages. Right? It's good for society. Um, the way this thing's drafted, it's going to
1: penalize joint filers, married joint filers, and above a million dollars with a sole income. If the if the spouse, gender neutral, decides that they want to stay home to be raise kids, they actually get a uh, a break. Correct? Yes. All right. It's a whole shit
0: idea across the board. Don't vote for it. There you go.
1: Um, I found this one interesting. and You've told me and educated me that it's already a dead one, but House Bill 4571, <laughs> Ronald, that, that plugs into a bigger Representative component.
0: Representative Lilly. Uh, that's the, it, it's got drowned out already, but it was the brainchild of Representative Camille Lilly, a very nice person, kind hearted, likable. Um, I don't know what the hell she was thinking on this one, who she was um, you know, being a, a a goof for. But anyway, it was the bill to mandate um that people cannot pump their own gas and require service station attendance. Think of uh Back to the Future, right? Marty McFly, the Texaco Station, <laughs> they come out and do a twelve <clears throat> point spec, right? Yeah, it's
1: a jobs bill by the Democrats and it. Obviously, a horrific idea. I think it's already DOA. Well, I, I, I saw something in the article that uh, the reference point that I saw that said only dedicated employees would be allowed to pump gas. Right. It's a, it's a jobs bill according to, to them. Right. It's yeah. a, it, it, it,
0: as if we don't have enough gas tax plus sales tax.
1: Now we're going to have a labor component on top of it. Yeah, and New Jersey yeah. is the only other state that does that. Oregon, That's dumb enough to do it. Right. Yeah. Oregon loosened theirs up in 2018. Yeah. Um, so in that, there were other taxes that went along with that. In that, that pump, there was also- You mean bill. last year? Yes, 2019. It yeah. was $1.9 oh, yeah. billion uh, of additional on vehicle-related tax and fee hikes right. were signed into law in 2019. Right. Gas tax, DMV, parking garage, car dealership. Maybe right. you can touch on the car dealership. And there was $1.4 billion of pork barrel spending, things such as pickleball courts, walking paths in towns that have declining- um, Uh, a population and one of the biggest supporters of a lot of that pork drum roll mr sandoval
0: yeah marty that's his whole gig um remember it was the capital they were going to fund all this big capital improvement and you had to have a revenue source to do all these capital improvements and you know an additional gas tax a parking tax um license place increase increase fees fees on electric cars i mean all this stuff was done to generate more money, to spend more money, because the Democrats in charge of Springfield think this is how you spurn economic growth, by more government spending. That's what they truly believe, rather than less government spending, so that people and companies have more money of their own to spend as they wish to, i.e. actual private development, private economy, private market growth not full growth. But you were saying earlier, why is Illinois the slowest growth state in the country? I just explained it, because we have more spending and more regulations and less private market opportunities,
1: period. In that, so the gas tax is currently 38 cents. It will (laughs) automatically be benchmarked to inflation without (laughs) any kind of legislative oversight into the future. Projection is it's currently at 38 Cents per gallon by 2025, that gas tax will be between 45 and $0.48 cents per gallon. And remember, there's a sales
0: tax on top of that, and too. And there's a sales, sales tax, tax on the tax. Yep, right.
1: Exactly. All right, Ronald, here we go. Um, I'm just trying to, to find some things here that just, it, it, the list is so long, I've got to pick and choose. Illinois state spending among highest in nation, income growth among lowest. Yeah.
0: I, like I just said. The the government thinks if we spend more taxpayer dollars in a fully, completely over, uber-regulated environment, somehow that's going to generate growth. It doesn't generate growth. It just has a spin cycle. And by way of illustration, I was just on the comptroller's website. The state of Illinois has today, the 13th day of February, pre-Valentine's Day, $7 billion in unpaid Bills to vendors. Seven billion. It's just insane. So while they increase spending, they slow walk payment to their vendors. How is that actually
1: helping economic growth? Can you imagine if that was a business? They'd be can out you business. they'd be out of business a long time Completely. ago? Completely. <clears throat> um, Madigan was served a search warrant. Yeah. That's a good thing.
0: Well, we've talked uh episodes. I think the last episode of the of the 2019 year and in part the two prior to today in 2020 about the growing, sprawling, expansive investigation the feds are doing and targeting Madigan is part and parcel of it. So he was recently served a subpoena in addition to uh, 28 other subpoenas. This one was about Jack Franks and some misconduct uh, allegations that go back to 2016, 2017. And the fact that they're coming out now, three years later, is pretty fascinating.
1: It's a sidebar, what is the latest? I mean, we've been kind of a lull here as far as this whole federal investigation. So is 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 this the culmination of now... They're back behind the closed doors with shades pulled, figuring out exactly what all they wow, have. They do what they want
0: to do when they do it.
1: They will not do it. What's your best guess as to what you'll start seeing? I mean, there's been a couple of royal. There's been yeah. Sandoval. When do you think a shoe bigger than a slipper may drop?
0: Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to happen before year end, so I was absolutely wrong.
1: He's got his hands stretched yeah. out like an eagle. I, I, but a Big, no, no big one giant knows. question mark.
0: No one knows. But when it happens... No one will mistake it.
1: Yeah. You think yeah. it's going to come in a, we've had, talked about this before, will it come in, in drabs or is it going to be a semi-bombshell?
0: Yeah, I think a little bit of both, but it,
1: it could be one or the other.
0: But I think it'll have some blend component, Interesting. I think.
1: Um, on that note, um, Kim Fox. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Dan Webb, I'll let you speak to Dan Webb, but but before we get it's into It's like that, 190. Yeah, Dan Webb. Um, give you need get a little bit of history on who Dan Webb was and where Former he's played US out. Former U.S. attorney. Used to work for Jim
0: Thompson. Um, made his name in the Grey prosecutions. then flipped over to the defense side. Highfalutin white-collar crime defense lawyer. Winston to the strong, Had some huge, big-name clients. He's lost some big cases, too, but he still gets the biggies. He was appointed by, I think it's Judge Tooman that has the Slomet kit. Jesse Slomet. Slomet. Smollett, Smollett case. S M O L L E T. I like a Dave Chappelle that did the Jussé Slomet. <laughs> anyway, uh, I love Dave Chappelle. Coup- Tooman appointed Webb to investigate everything that was completely wrong with what happened with uh, Smollett's, you know, not even slap on the wrist, right? He was just like,
1: go. Still one of the head scratches of the century.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think Kim got a call from a highfalutin friend, Tina Shen, who used to be the first lady's chief of staff. And I think she was a little starstruck by the inquiry. And I think she was asked to let Jesse go. And she did. And I think... That all may come undone for her. Anyway, in his continuing investigation, Webb, as special prosecutor, I think brought the very same charges plus a couple others. Jesse's back in doing court February twenty-four, round two. So all of this makes Kim, I'm sure, her head spin. She's got a primary coming up, and her duties, lack of responsibility, lack of follow-up. And or preferential treatment—it's on full display for voters to decide. I think she still wins.
1: I, you know, I, I was just going to say I do too because if I put you money read, down on it. If you read, about it just seems like no matter what, it's just like she's got Teflon. It's like it's just—it it deflects Chicago, off. It does, I they, know what it is, but it's fine. just. It, I guess the whole point of this pulpit is a lot of these topics—they're in the news. But if you—if you want to just glance over and don't see them. You're going to sit and buy into all the fodder, all the noise, yeah. all the, the smoke they're blowing out that they want you to focus on. But this is the reality of the day-to-day. And, again, it's a great place to live. You know, we're all human beings. But this stuff, is it's yeah, real. I think, it, it's, I think it's different. I think, <clears throat> I think Illinoisans
0: are the victim of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. And I think that this doesn't, because we're so immune and deadened numb it, time numb. after
1: time after time. This just doesn't register. Ah, it's just, I think she wins. I think she wins (gasps) easy. If if you, if you talk, if you pull the Chicago policeman off the street right now and said, tell me what you think of what's going on. You know, the reduction of these small crime, uh, prosecution. I think she's an idiot. It doesn't have their back. They're exactly. It's like what's going on in New York with, uh, the Blasio. It's, it's maddening. Pensions. Ron and I were talking just before we went on the air. We call it on the air because we're, this is a, you know, we have an expensive, expensive operating budget here. Um, you know, we talked about the the pension uh, deficit being $138 billion, but Ron brought some news to the table just before it went on the air that I think is fascinating. Yeah, it um, went up by
0: another $4.5 billion um, in one year. And with retiree health care added in, the debt is over $200 billion in unpaid, or not unpaid, unfunded liabilities. Unfunded. There's no money for those liabilities. And I think I read in that same report, the General Assembly's next budget will be, I think 27% of its budget
1: will be for pensions. It was
0: 25.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Last year, I think we did a in October, I think we talked it's about gotta it. It's got to go up. Crazy. It's got to go up. So
0: when you when people think I'm paying my taxes for education, um, eh, kind of, some of it. But a full quarter plus of
1: that dollar, of every tax
0: dollar, is for pensions.
1: It's crazy. And it's um, going to get worse. Yeah, well, I read something today that there's three villages, and I can't think of the name of the, the towns that want to consolidate the municipalities because their population is declining. Do you, do you know what those were? I don't, but I think that's <clears throat> Three mayors. Thoughtful. Three mayors got together and said, we need to consolidate. Yeah. And it, I think you talked back, and it was probably July or August, talking about that it's going to happen out. And kind of the color areas, we're gonna to start to see this demand for consolidation because they don't housing. have the ability to fund
0: their own government <laughs> right right and they right, need right. help so they can leverage you know they don't need three staffs they don't need three fire departments they don't need three police departments procuring departments whatever yeah. so yeah doesn't surprise me at all
1: more so, to come it's all maddening well those are my hot topics for the uh for the the, the purpose of this again is is you know, I, I I want to start off with Lincoln, 211 years old. Lincoln is crying. I've got to go see that because he's – I've always – Ron, Ron I've always talked about He's rolling around mm-hmm. in the 16 feet of cement that he's buried in underneath the state capitol. Um, but, again, it's just – be aware. Um, and I'm going to tell a story here. I was out last night with a friend, caught up with him. We're sitting having a, uh, a beer in a, in a local uh, nice place, and this gentleman sits down with his wife. Sits next to us. We engage him um, – he tells us it's his birthday, and I said, how old are you? Um, very graciously, I asked him. He said, I'd be lying to you if I said 77. And he said, how old do you think I am? I, I said, 72. Uh, my friend guessed him at 67. Um, gentleman turns out he's 87 years old. He still works. He's in the insurance broker business. Fascinating man, Danish descent. Um, his goal is to live to 104 years old. And in the conversation, we talked about selling houses. We talked about the state of Illinois. It's a it's a real tug on the heart to to stay and keep getting beat up or to, to move on to other pastures. This gentleman's telling me that he's looking, he and his wife are looking to move potentially to a town in Kentucky. At 87, he is he is is fed up as others are, and he too said that he is torn um, with the decision, but he he wants to get out of the state for all the reasons that we've been talking about. And I thought, one, it's an extremely happy story that this guy is 87 years old, literally is maybe 70, 72 Still engaging, just a fascinating man. But at the end of the conversation, he says that because I was, you know, intimating that we we're talking about this, this gentleman um, sits there and kind of beat me to the punch. Fascinating, Ronald. What else you got?
0: It's, I mean, it's it's emblematic of what's happening. Um, fascinating that he's taken him eighty-seven years to figure that out, and he's still wor- working. I find him. I'm in Florida, no, or I'm he, in Arizona. You said Mexico. he doesn't
1: want to stop working. You work, you you stop working, you die. Is what he said. Oh, on a side note, I <clears> had <throat> breakfast with a guy today, a friend of mine, um, in a uh, suburb that's relatively close to ours, with a with a with a high base of high income earners. And as I was driving it back to his home, um, we drove by a house, and he was telling me about the the house was on the market for two point two million dollars. Um, the build price was roughly two. And that um, they are now well below, they're trying to sell it because they want out from the tax bill of I think it's forty eight thousand oh. um, dollars. they're trying to sell it, and now they just dropped it. They're now three hundred thousand dollars below the bill price and still no interest. So it's happening in certain pockets, consolidation municipalities, high end you know, suburbs, Barrington, St. Charles, North Shore, where you're getting Ron uh, tweets out, you know, where there's uh, homes that are selling it a price below the three previous trade prices, trade meaning what it was actually sold for, bought and sold for. Um, again, we're not here just to bash stuff up every week. It's just, we want, we we really hope, as Ron said, he'll stop complaining when they start doing something. And he is grumpy. He really is. I sit across from him and he's just a grumpy guy now. You know what's so, fascinating about
0: that? Um, it's been happening for about a year and a half. It's mostly been noticed in the high high-end neighborhoods. But, it will even out. It will find other neighborhoods as well. But what's fascinating is we're in a growth overall economy. Unemployment's, again, nationally, extraordinarily low. The financial markets are strong. Earnings are solid. Not great, but solid. It's a good economy. But you see kind of the micro real estate economy happening and changing in Illinois what happens when not if next recession hits it will hit because yep. that's just capitalism yep that's the cyclical nature of the economy what happens then i think illinois is poorly situated to withstand the next downside economic cycle i mean i think it's horribly situated how it pans out how it to what depth
1: I guess we'll find out. You know, I think that's a great topic for a future uh, cast is to find somebody on the economic front um, hmm. and have that conversation, because the you know we are in great times. I read something that said the projection for growth in Illinois for twenty twenty is point five percent. Other other states other states are well into the you know two three seven percent growth. Um, yeah. That's and horrible. It's, it's just you know. We're, right now we're we're kind of in in good times because the waters are calm. But boy, when that storm comes through, betting down the hatches. That's all I got for you. Yeah, but you the know. hatches are going down. In value. Well, yeah, the hatches. The hatches have leaks around the seals. There's the seals. That's are, the problem. Seals are kind of blown. All
0: right. with uh just over the twenty-four minute mark.
1: Everything that's where. Happy.
0: That's where we're good. Pardon?
1: What do you think, Happy? You want to talk about you're going to a Sox game? Everything? Yeah. Socks look good. Oh, they do. Socks they look do. good. They do.
0: That Astros thing. Oh bad. yeah, let,
1: let's talk about bad. that. You've been very vocal on the bad. whole Astros thing. Bad. Yeah.
0: They showed no remorse.
1: No, None.
0: I think they need that championship in 2017 stripped. I really do. I, I, I can't argue that, but you know, I don't know enough to know what the process would be to do that. All the commissioner has to say, wave a magic wand, and say. It is Kim, does he have the
1: power to do that? Absolutely. Need
0: vote of the owner? Absolutely. Really? Totally. But he won't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for this meandering, interesting conversation back and forth. Um, he's Bob Marks. I'm Ron Sandak. We're the pulpit. Thank you for your time, attention, um, and should you have critical thoughts, we're all ears. Welcome all new listeners. Yeah, that too. Send it to your mom, your dad, your friend, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your cousin, whomever. We appreciate new listeners, but particularly appreciate our uh, old faithful ones. Anyway, thank you from the pulpit. Godspeed. Rock and roll. Bye.